0: Welcome to the No Bullshit Beauty Podcast, where we talk openly and honestly
1: about beauty, business and everything in between. We discuss everything you need to know in order to grow as a beauty boss, whether that be working for yourself or someone else. Our goal in this
0: podcast is to inspire, motivate and encourage you on your journey in the beauty industry.
1: We won't shy away from real talk, so buckle up. Yeah. to the no bullshit
0: beauty podcast today's episode four where we are going back to basics in today's episode we are going to cover the four main topics for you so we're going to go through choosing your course insurance name and location yeah Yeah. i think kickstarting it off is literally the basics is what service are you going to choose i think it has to be a service that you really want to do for a start um whether it be nails, lashes, or whatever. It has to be something you're dead passionate about, I think. Mm. Otherwise, it's gonna be a wasted course. So find your service that you want. What treatment do you really, really feel passionate about? And that's where we start off from.
1: Yeah. Yes. Boom, boom. Yeah, so obviously tying in with that, you've got to research your providers. Um, obviously that's gonna help, leaving off from Sassy's point, choose what service you wanna do. And then you need to go off and do your research look at what different companies you've got out there what are they providing um within the course are you are they covering everything that you want to learn yeah that's really important Mm -hmm. going on from that the
0: point about what's included in the course so i get asked this with my courses i'm sure you get asked Mm -hmm. with yours Um, It's really important for you guys to know what's included in your course um, so you can find out whether that course is appropriate for you and what you're wanting to do with your new business that you're setting up. So I think uh, any good course should cover all theory work, practical work. Um, I have a preference for kits because I think you should, as soon as you finish that day, you're buzzing and ready to go. You should take your goodie bag with you and then you've got your starting foundation products to get get cracking with, get practising with. I think yeah, that's important. Definitely. Um, and then if uh, opposed to that, if you're going online, mm-hmm. um, what's included in the online courses? Because obviously that's a very different setup. So you do on online courses, don't mm. you? So about what what goes what goes into your
1: what goes into your course? Yeah, like make sure you do that research because you what what did we touch on the other day? Um. You want to make sure that there is a full list of what you're getting that mm. in with that kit because there is some places that will make it look like and sound like you're gonna get it. The you're eBay like, kits, yeah, mm. where you
0: get a little where you say, "Oh yeah, full kits included," and really you get a pair of lashes from eBay that you wouldn't use on anybody, let alone a model, and mm. some tweezers that look like a pair of forks.
1: Yeah. well. <laughs> um, yeah, and like you were saying the other day, um, if they say kits available. That yes. does not necessarily mean you're going to get a kit in with that price.
0: Yes, exactly. Mm. There's some very clever wording out there. You want to make sure that that when they say kits available, is it included or is it purchased afterward? Mm. Because then that will add on to the cost of your course. Yeah. So these are the questions you need to be asking.
1: Definitely, definitely. So then obviously um, accredited. Are your courses accredited? And mm. uh, there's a lot of places out there that um, taught the talk, but actually you've got them paid for a course Mm. and you are not accredited. You have no um, qualifications at the end of the course, which is not good. So again, Mm. it's all about your research in this episode. You need to do loads of research and Mm. find out what works best for you.
0: Yeah, it's not something that you can just do on a whim. Mm -mm. I think if you do it on a whim, you're wasting that money because it won't be the one that you specifically need to get your business started for your style and for your way of doing things and your vision. Um, And then you have to do it all over again once you've actually figured out what it is you want to do. And going on from that, you need to figure out whether you want to do online or you want to do in person, whether you can do online or whether you can do in person. Um, like Rach said earlier when you're doing your research about what courses are out there Mm. you might find the course out there that's fantastic for you but you don't drive and it's the other side of the country so do they offer online courses Mm -hmm. would you learn better from an online course or would you learn better from um, in person person? and then would that be in person as a one-to-one or is that a group class Mm -hmm. because some um, training facilities only offer group classes and then some also offer a one-to-one but it'd be obviously at a higher price because it's just yeah. Just you and the tutor.
1: Definitely like all that time. Like it's understandable, they've got to make the money that they're losing out when they could have done a big group yeah. group on a one person. Yeah. So it is it's um it's how you work best as a yeah. person how you learn learn best. Um and if you're willing to travel then definitely travel. I'm good I'm going to do a course in February and that's in Norfolk. That's like a four hours drive. So eight yeah. hour round trip. Um but you just you just do what's best for you if you are able to travel and you and you found somebody who's amazing go and do it go and do it yeah
0: don't be put put off by the travel i think there's yeah. um a lot to be said for girls that travel to a course i think mm. it also makes you more determined and more hungry because you're not going to want to waste that time driving or that yep. money spent on petrol or train tickets, Your focus, you know that the course is, you're gonna get the most out of it. Yeah, definitely. Because you've like got to work for it.
1: Because like, like you just said then, that it's not only the cost that you're paying for, it's the travel. Mm. Whether that be train, petrol, food. Yeah. So much to think about. Overnight stays yes. in fancy hotels. <laughs> um, 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 so pricing, this is really, really important. I get that you maybe don't have like all of that spare money to put into a course, um, but you can't just go in and think, oh, that's really cheap, it's a couple of hours, I'm gonna do it, because it'll probably won't be accredited, um, or you won't be getting the amount of information that you need to be trained in that um, service. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is, there's, there's flip sides, isn't there? Like, yeah. It is really hard yeah but you need to you need to do the research look what's within that course what you can get trained in
0: yeah and I feel like the most expensive courses are more expensive because I do feel from mm. looking at it that girls that are doing more expensive courses have more expensive products in the kit and that's why mm. they're more expensive because they're using better quality stuff yeah because I think if you if you're buying cheap there's a reason yeah
1: yeah definitely like do your research Um. And just look. I like, do do research not just about that, but what 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 service you and get trained in. Look at what should be broken down within that service within mm-hmm. that training time, mm-hmm. and then put that towards your search when you're actually looking at providers and make sure they are covering everything. If it looks too good to be true, it usually mm-hmm. is. Unfortunately, so. Just get on Google, like ask around, ring up the providers, have speak to them. Um, If they're a good company, they will talk to you. They will answer any questions you have got.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah. That leads on to uh, a point about their sort of their ethos and whether that vibes with you Mm. as a as an individual and them as a training facility. You have to think about. are they a company or a training provider that really cares about what you're doing for your clients, like the ethics of the treatment and the beauty yeah. industry, or if they are just a get-rich-quick money-making, churn them in, get the courses mm. done, get them out. Um, I've had a couple of students who have been on one of those courses. It was dead cheap, like 150 quid. The kit was available, but not included. Um, And then, yeah, you, you what it did was not going with their vibe. So um, you need to make sure that the provider is on your level, is on your page in terms of
1: mm.
0: their ethics. Otherwise, yeah. you're not going to get the most out of them.
1: That's it, and it's. I feel like it's a r- really clear line, isn't it? If if you try and speak to a provider and they do not give anything away, yeah, if they haven't got the time for you, yeah, I think that's a big. That's a big sort of warning
0: and what details they go into on the course mm. if they just skim over stuff and you feel like you've walked away from that course and you don't feel like you've learned very mm. much or whatever it is because they're trying to just get the money and get you gone and these three-hour courses yeah. as well Jesus like it's three hours to do all the practical stuff that you need to do you have gotta make sure that the mm. detail that they're going into is they actually care about you training they care about you building yeah. a business of your own
1: and having that oh you want your client you want your students to go away more confident yeah. don't you yeah. You don't want to. If you're just being shoved out of the door at the end of it, like they're not asking questions, not checking how you are throughout that course and at the end, mm-hmm. um, it's not very good. You want that support yeah. through and after, don't you? Well, yeah. And that, I yeah. think
0: a, a massive point on that, um, just to finish off on the course bit, is that um, do you get uh, to pass on the day? Do you get a certificate at the end? Or do you have to go away and do a case study? I think that... Is a massive point as well. I, I have to do case studies with mine. Do you have to do case studies with you? Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's continuous training mm. even after the practical day, where the the training facility is still overseeing your practice rather than just going right. You've qualified. Yeah. Off you go when you're not. You've only had one practical day. Like it's a one day course.
1: That's it. To you learn can all have, that shit, yeah. and it's a lot to intake. Like. Mm. You were gonna definitely go home frazzled because you just it's, there's so much information, but that's what your tutor is there. Mm. Your educator and your manual is there for read through the manual. It's really important. You've had your practical mm. day. If you're unsure of anything, give your manual a read. If you don't find an answer there, speak to your educator. If you get a
0: manual, yeah. If Make you, get sure manual, you get a manual, yeah.
1: So it is uh, nail wise. It is touch. So if you were doing like a basic course, so. Um, Beginning acrylics, beginner gels, um, e-file sculpting—you will get a manual. Whereas when I'm doing an acrylic refresher, we don't do manuals because this course is sort of tailored to the students. Hmm. So it's an overview of everything you should learn that you may be struggling on. Yeah. What would you do like if you were doing a one-to-one? Do you know?
0: Yeah, it'd be the same thing. You wouldn't necessarily have a manual because then you'd be doing manuals for every single person, but definitely for your beginner courses, your main ones, ones, I think you should have a manual, whether that's given to you by your trainer or by your accreditation um, provider. So mine's through the Beauty Guild. So Mm. uh, all my uh, students would get um, manuals from the Beauty Guild. But because I want to add more to that, I've also done my own manuals, mm. so it covers everything. Yeah. Um, which I think is important. If it's a one-to-one, then I'd probably use the manuals I've done because you can flick through it and then you can create sort of like a a plan for that particular student.
1: Yeah, and they're so pretty. Yeah. They're so pretty and high quality. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you haven't trained with Saskia, what are you doing? Probably <laughs> can go and train because them them manuals are just beautiful and up to date. No square <laughs> paper. Glossy. Glossy, just that. Even just to feel them, they're so. Manuals. They make you hungry because there's donuts on them. Oh yeah, like <laughs> it's if you were like trying to be on a diet, don't look at your manuals. Don't look at your mouth. Mouth. Look away. <laughs> so we've right. done our course. Our next point is choosing your insurance. So who's your insurance provider? Uh, Professional Beauty Direct.
0: Professional Beauty Direct. Mm-hmm. Okay, mine's the Beauty Guild. Yep. Um I love them because they cover everything for lashes, they cover up to six million. Um you have it's it's all open, it's all very easy, user friendly for you to mm-hmm. go through, for you to use. It's cheap, I think it's like sixty or seventy quid mm-hmm. a year. Um if you're just doing just your beauty treatments to cover you as a as a tech. Obviously it gets more if you're advancing to training and, and things like that and yeah. in a salon. But they're really easy to use, their customer service is really great, and they've been massively involved in the COVID-19 fight for the beauty industry. Um, so I highly recommend the Beauty Guild. But um, you you really like yours, don't you? Your yeah,
1: employer. I think it's looking for one that works for you. Um, yeah, Professional Beauty, they're amazing. They're really, um, I don't know the word, they're, they're a strong presence. On Instagram and mm. um, obviously they run professional beauty every year and um, twice a year obviously not this year because I got but they're really good they're dead they're dead easy Um, I don't like sass you're amazing you like all the information mm. I want it just to, just to be handed to me dead mm. simple I don't have to read loads it's yeah easy to understand because you know you get them letters don't you and you just like can you dump do it down for me
0: mm. yeah yeah you just want it to be like this is what you're doing this is
1: well this is what this is what it is so don't send me a massive letter like 20 page thing mm. when you can do it in a couple of pages um yeah but it is it's hard isn't it like i know what i've been teaching i've had students say to me "Oh, so and so so and so they won't ensure me because i've done an online course yeah which can be hard but um it is it is accredited and they should be there should be insuring you but if you do have any problems I've never had any problems with professional beauty um, obviously I've not I've always been with professional beauty so I've mm. never really touched with any other providers but I don't really I've not heard of anyone that's bad
0: no me neither me neither I think there's who else is there that was a big one and um, the name has slipped my mind now but we were talking about it um, last week oh, when you ABT. ABT that's mm-hmm. it
1: that's who insures balls. that's it
0: um because you were talking about making sure you're covered for certain things like certain companies don't cover e-filing uh, yeah stuff. so uh,
1: really important making sure when don't just go to a, um a provider and, and then just be like oh just beauty training i don't know what what yours come to mine's just a standardized beauty cover yeah. yeah 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 so that's obviously like lashes nails some yeah. waxing um i think spray tannins in there as well so i like your basics you need to make sure, as much as I hate reading through stuff, but you've got to make sure you read through it all because there will be things that isn't covered, like on certain beauty coverage, e-files aren't covered. So you need to ring. If you don't want to read stuff, ring them. Speak to them. If they've got good customer service, they will break everything down for you. If you've got a query, ring them up. Tell them, ask them if you're covered for this. They will double check and get back to you. And like you said, Yours, yours are really They're so good. questions
0: you've had. Especially with COVID now, I think you guys have to be more um, aware of your insurance because there'll be new clauses in there mm. because of COVID and they'll be communicating with you, sending you emails that might seem a little bit boring to go through and you glaze over them. But actually it's important because it affects your cover now that this whole coronavirus thing has mm. fucking ballsed everything up. But yeah. um, I was on the phone to the Beauty Guild quite a lot because of COVID and... They were so helpful, and they explained to me like what my um what I was covered for. Because all of a sudden, with lockdowns, you are not covered. Yeah. If if it says you have to lock down, you are not insured. If you happen to go back to work despite the lockdown, yeah. so all this Magna Carta stuff, ignore it because you are not insured. Um, but that's that's a sort of um a really good point. It's just to make sure that you are um with somebody who. Uh, is clear and understanding, and has really great customer service, so you can ask all the questions that you need.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you want it, don't you? Like, if... I know it's really hard, like, in the beauty industry, like, people say, oh, you can do this, you can't do this. If you're unsure, and I mean, a full stop, go and ask your insurance. Mm. Don't just uh, rely on word of mouth because you will get caught out and yes, you don't want that. Yes,
0: that's so important. There's mm. always this word of mouth and it turns into Chinese whispers and then people go, oh yeah, no, you're fine because their insurance provider says. Same with patch testing. Mm. Some insurance providers will um, say that you should go-, go with your manufacturing guidelines for your products. So some glues don't require a patch test from the manufacturing guidelines and then you don't have to do it. But some glues will say you don't have to do it from your manufacturing guidelines, but your insurance mm. cover will say, no, you absolutely still do. So that's sort of thing you need to make sure with. I know yeah. people say that they have a ball like doing patch dress, but I just don't do them anyway. But yeah. yeah. Cool. Next point yes. is choosing your name.
1: Ooh la la. <laughs> we have fun talking about this.
0: Yeah, we had, did last week, didn't we? <laughs> then we rambled on about, we were going, I was getting all excited about it. Um.
1: Yeah. you got to be original. Yeah.
0: Be original. Mm. And do your research again. Make sure that the name that you want isn't already taken, because otherwise we have an issue where you Google your own self or you look mm. at your own self through Instagram and then you see another person that's just started up, they're doing their own business and you know, absolutely, you wanna support all these girls starting new businesses because that's what we want. We wanna yeah. take over the world. But we wanna make sure that we're still individual and still original.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so what is your personality? You know, what What? Um, what do you love? What? What says you? And yep. then put that into your name, rather than going with something a safe bet or something that you've heard before. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Because yours is very original. Yeah, just by accident. Like it is really hard to choose a name and think of something that isn't taken. Mine was totally. Um, I was, I was, I was thinking I wanted something really like cool, like French or something, something mm-hmm. fancy. Um, and I was like, I'm not fucking French.
0: <laughs> Welcome not to vamps.
1: <laughs> so literally, I was reading through something, and it said revamped. And I was like, hmm. So then I googled um, revamped, and it was it was, it was cool. It, it, it was relatable to what I was doing. But then I was like, I don't want to be called revamped, because mm. that's boring. So then I just took the vamp out of it, and I was like, yeah, that works. Yeah. And it does. Mm. I mean, a lot of people think like... I've had people say before is it is it like because you're vampy or a vampire one of my nail tech friends her friends calls me the vampire oh is it vamp- that vampire one yeah with the ginger hair yeah you could oh, be yeah. a really
0: sexy vampire to be Love fair it. to be fair with the bright yeah. red hair
1: yeah and yours was a you've had but you were totally different to me you'd had yours ready for a while yeah you?
0: it was one of the first things i did mm. pretty much in the order that we've actually gone through And I wanted to, my, I was speaking about it with my parents and my dad was going, why don't you become Lashes by Saskia? And then I thought, that's a mouthful for a start.
1: Um,
0: And then I saw, and it's boring. I typed in Lashes by on Instagram and there are loads. And you know, you have huge brands that have that name. So there's nothing Mm. wrong with it. You've got Lashes by Livy, but she, a lot of the time calls herself LBL because Mm. that stands out from the Lashes by name. And so I sort of brainstorm, I think what you need to do is like, Buzzwords, yeah. get a lot of words together that 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 resonate with you, yeah, and create something. Mm. With me, it was much to my mother's disgust. I um, used to say that's sweet a lot of the time. It's like very, I don't know, very sort of white boy phrase. I came from a very white boy um, background with them um, corporate and. I always go, oh yeah, that's sweet, that's so sweet. And then Mm. I remember saying, well, I want my lash brand to be sweet as fuck. Like I really want this proper sweet brand. And then I was like, ooh, sweetie, (laughs) sweet. And I think I was probably hungry at the time. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, sweet like candy. And then I started singing sweet like chocolate song uh, around the living room. And then candy became the buzzword. And then it was going to be Candy Lashes, and then I didn't like that. Mm. And then it was Lash Candy. And I liked the way that the words looked on paper. I liked the way that yeah. it sounded. It, they looked really clean and cut together. Yeah. Really professional. And then as soon as I had it, I liked the name so much, I went and um, trademarked it. Because I was like, oh, that's my name now. Yeah. That's it. Nobody can copy. It's my name.
1: Yeah. People do, but you know. <coughs> yeah. And that. They that, try. Yeah. And that leads on to, was, again, being unique. Yeah. Um. When we were when we were talking about it before, I said that it doesn't even need to be a word. Like we were talking about Pepsi. Yes. Pepsi is not relatable to anything else. It's sense. just Pepsi, yeah. the drink. Mm. Same as Coca Cola. Yeah. It, it embodies the brand. Yeah. So you could take a word that is totally random. Like I said, there's a picture of an eagle. Um. Here. So I said, call yourself Eagle. Mm. After a couple of weeks, that word will stop being about the bird and it will be your business yeah um so yeah like Saskia said think about stuff that is you Mm -hmm. what words describe your personality what you want the business to be yeah and then once you've picked something or got a couple like do a mind map or something once you've got a couple you like go and search them instagram yes google straight away no one else has got it
0: can you imagine you finally got the name that you love? You're like,
1: oh. and then
0: you go and realise that somebody with fifty thousand followers has already got that name yeah. trademarked, branded. And every time you go, Oh, I'm so and so, they're like, Oh yeah, no, I've seen that on Instagram. Shit.
1: Damn. Damn. it. Damn. Back yeah. to the drawing board. Yeah. Yes. So always just
0: unique is best, because yeah. nobody can be you. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. totally cute. Oh my god! It's so the last one. We have mm. fired through this twenty-three yeah. minutes. Right. So the last one's choosing your location, mm. and we're very opposites, aren't we? mean, this one. Right yeah.
1: Now. Like, and I think it can like on your background. Mm-hmm. So I've worked in a salon before and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the lasses I worked with were amazing. Two of those are still two of my best friends to this day and I haven't been there for seven, seven years, eight years. But <laughs> the woman who it owned it wasn't, great. The, wasn't the best person. Her ethics, her ethos, the whole salon, salon. wasn't Mm. what I wanted or thought um, it could be but because you aren't the owner or the manager Mm -hmm. you can't do anything about it so when I got back into nails in 2018 I was like right no I am never working for somebody else again I'm the boss things are going to run exactly how I want them um and yeah exactly I do and I love working at home and I think it's finding um, what your clients like and what you like because if I work from home I get a lot of people who like to come to a salon who it's one-to-one and it's at home but in the future I will have a salon but exactly how I want it
0: but yours isn't inside the house no so that's different room. yeah
1: so that's You're another a, touch on isn't it yeah. whether whether it's in your physical house yeah mine's in the back garden in in a like I don't know, I always call it a shed people tell me off it's like it's a salon. It is a salon. Um, it's big. Yeah. 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 What like obviously
0: you're in a salon. I'm. Gonna, I'd see. I did home base from um my spare room, mm. but you have to weigh up um the pros and cons of doing that and yeah. what works for you and your lifestyle and your family life and everything else. Mm. I had a dog who was having separation anxiety <laughs> from his other dog <laughs> and then from me and then from everything. So any single time mm. a client came to the door, I had Cujo jumping at the door like let me at him because he can't see anything, he can just hear. So it's not a very relaxing experience for Mm. a client to come in who wants to lay down, get her lashes done, talk about her week, and then she can hear this giant bear in the kitchen barking. It was embarrassing and it constantly threw me off. And especially Mm. when I was brand new and I was home-based, I was already stressed out enough trying to do a good set and trying to do the right right everything. And then I can just hear and I'm thinking, oh my God, Milo. and the same thing for even Emily when she brings Florence to work. Sometimes if Florence isn't settled, or there's there's a client who's just come and like run up to Florence and like put her face in Florence's face, and Florence's like, "What the fuck?" Because she's only a tiny chihuahua. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Because she's only a tiny, weeny chihuahua. All of a sudden, the focus then goes on to the dog, and you can't really just relax. Mm. So if you've got kids or pets or anything that's going to be running around your house and it's going to cause you stress, weigh up the option of do you want to do it at home? Do you want to then have a, a salon in the back garden? Because that's a really an amazing investment. Or do you want to go to a salon? Mm. So then I went to a salon, but I rent a room in a salon mm. and I am my own boss and the business is my business. Um, and you know, if you if you want to work in a salon environment but you want to do like what Rachel said, you want to be your own boss and not have to go sort of with the manager because that's a difference between being employed and self-employed. Mm. Um, Have a look at renting a room that is already in a nice salon environment Um, you can make it how you want to but again this works like we said with the training thing getting the vibe and the ethos where my salon is now i can do what i want in that room i've painted the whole room bright fucking pink i can do what i want i can decorate it i can be there any hour of the day if i want to do lashes at two o'clock in the morning on a sunday i have full access to the salon to do that and um, so if you're going to go into a salon environment, you have to make sure that it works for your business. It's all weighing up the pros and cons. Mm. Um, and if you are in an, in an experience that Rach was in with her salon and you had to sort of toe the line with the manager and it, it was like mm. a friction and a confrontation, um, then you have to weigh up what your options are and what's best for you in that respect. And I found what's best for me now because I have a manic home situation you know I've got two big dogs they're muddy from dog walks they're barking they're exciting mm. they're going to want to jump up and also I like to cut off from home yeah um, and work I like to come home and there's no clients in my house so I don't have to worry about hoovering all the time the stairs and this that and the other I can just focus on relaxing at home and then in the salon I'm salon sass and I'm
1: yeah. boss bitch yeah you've got a, it's it's that balance mm. isn't it and if you are someone who's gets quite stressed, overwhelmed mm. and can't shut off work from home, probably working from home, you are going to be struggled yeah. because you are going to be stressed. That's going to emanate from you and then it's going to stress your client. It's going to yeah. stress the household. But at that point, you, it's whatever works best for you. Just like wear opposites. I'm home. Sassy's so salon. Um, everyone's mm. different. Like it's There's no bad points to it. Just make sure you know different. what you want and you're happy. Mm. Um,
0: and then there's also mobile, yeah. mm. which is um, foreign to us. It's totally foreign <laughs> to us. Yeah, we were talking about it last week, and I didn't want to um, hate on b- being mobile. I'm terrified of the idea of being mobile, mm. but that's just my personality, and yep. I'm a massive control freak. Um, if you do mobile or you're considering mobile for the flexibility of it, absolutely hats off to it. Just when you're a brand new tech starting out and you've decided to go mobile, make sure that you've got the space in your car. Yep to take all your equipment because yeah, first of all you equipment. need a car yeah you need a car <laughs> yeah because i did, did know one girl who used to do it on the bus and she used to lug her stuff on the bus and if she couldn't get to somebody's mm. house she'd get a taxi so mm. then you've got to add in the taxi fare yeah. Um just make sure it works it works with what you're doing if you feel yeah. like you're one of these women that can just yeah move aside i'm coming in yeah like one of off. my
1: friends does mob. well mm. she's just changing over to home base um And she loves it. She's got so much banter. Mm -hmm. She feeds off that one-to-one and uh, she's got young kids and she loves it. Mm -hmm. Um, She's just chill, she doesn't stress about stuff like that. She'll just go in, chat, chat to anyone and get on with it. Whereas I'm just like, large groups, what's uh, going on? Do it like humidity. (laughs) i this, this, like i i don't know about you but i would overthink it I'd be like, yeah yeah oh my god what if they booked me but it's a murderer i'm gonna go in a house i'm gonna get killed and then i was gonna know how to find me i'm just gonna be dead forever <laughs> or like human traffic i'm gonna go in there because they've oh seen my, my picture
0: and then i'm gonna go into put into sex trafficking and i'll never be seen again <laughs> lash appointment yeah lash. it's going no, i mean like you. you guys
1: who do mobile have got balls because i would never do it never not no. A chance you no pay me Me neither me
0: neither but if you do do it do you know what the pros to yeah. it massive pros to it is that your um overheads are minimal yeah you'd have your stuff with you You take mm-hmm. your stuff you don't have to have a base it's minimal yeah so but you just make sure that you know um you're laying your policies down and le- laying the law down yeah because um yes we do go above and beyond for our clients because that's what we're like in the beauty trade but you want to make sure that you're not getting taken the piss out of and somebody's calling you mm. to do an appointment like 10 o'clock at night mm. or putting you in an awkward position yeah that's what we're when gonna t-
1: we're gonna touch on appointments and policies and all that on another episode yes. down the road and yes. um, but yeah just just weigh up pros and cons um, of each one and what works best for you mm-hmm. again As we said, this is the main point of the episode. Do your research. Research. If you want it to work, you can't just fling yourself into any of those situations. You need to do your research and weigh what works best for you.
0: Yes, make conscious, clear decisions. Yeah. And what works with your personality. All of these things is all Mm. based on your personality, how you work, what your ethics are like, what your ethos is like, everything.
1: You. Oh my God. self reflection love it minute. minutes we
0: fucking smashed it boom waffle on the yeah not us not us we're sorted
1: today so we had our coffee <laughs> we had a little costa coffee
0: i think we've had a Karen. costa
1: coffee like four times this week i fucking
0: love costa costa there's another word for you what the fuck is even costa there we go
1: exactly you could call yes. yourself anything call yourself peach <gasps> peach apples fruit Anything anything, just look we'll flick through a bloody yeah, dictionary, dictionary and just be like, I like the look of that word. What does it mean? Yes, that's me. Go.
0: Boom. 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 Right. That's episode done. <gasps> done. So stay tuned for our next episode. Ooh. Which is I think is try before you buy. It's gonna oh, yeah. be a really good one. Yeah. It's kind of moving a step on from the back to basics. Yes. So, yes, and uh, if you subscribe to our podcast Mm -hmm. that you're listening to now on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you'll be updated. Anchor, yeah, all of the platforms.
1: There's so many, isn't there? We need to make a list.
0: Subscribe, subscribe because then it'll just regularly update you when we
1: release our episodes. Yes! Episodes. And then there's social media. Social media. So, we are on Instagram Um. at the underscore.
0: No underscore.
1: Bullshit underscore. Beauty
0: underscore
1: podcast. No underscore. underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and um obviously YouTube. Yes I know it's gonna come on at some point. And it's got busy. shit on. <laughs> we've been busy. <laughs> yes, we've been busy. We have got so much stuff coming up. Um all exciting stuff. Yeah, I mean hit us up as well as our personal, not our personal but our business ones mm-hmm. and vamp nail designs. And I'm Lash Candy or Lash Candy Academy. Academy. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So obviously we've touched on, we are trainers, we are educators. If you're looking at training, lashes.
0: Or nails.
1: um, Go drop us, drop us a message. Or if there's things that you feel like so far we haven't touched on, if we're going to touch on, drop us a message on our... On our... Comment. Yeah. Send DMs. Tell us what you want. We want to know. We've
0: got the microphone, we're ready. Love you all. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.